when i just started this podcast i i promised myself to be very real with you guys and give you all the raw content you know not filtered not hide things just be straight up about it and yeah the tagline for the entire podcast talks about living life or talking about life through raw conversations or something like that i haven't memorized the tagline yet but today i decided to do a special episode that will be out there for a limited time frame we'll drop it down after a week so you hear it you've heard it you haven't heard it then i'm sorry so um five years ago on this day on the 2nd of August I had gone out to do a shoot you know I'd gone outside to do a photo shoot and this photo shoot involved some great and amazing friends of mine they came through and um, that day we were shooting outdoor you know I told myself hey this is going to be a great opportunity for us to just put out some great content so Dennis Red called me up by then I think he was still D2S so he hit me up um, with Tendi she's a poet I don't know if she still does poetry but by then I think the two of them had a joint uh, project that they had um, so I said hey let's do a sunset shoot so they came through by then I was in uni I was at Unza so they came through on campus and we started working you know we did the shoot we started shooting um the shoot went great actually we did some great silhouette shots that looked super on point and later on um I went to my room because I was on campus I went back to my room I think Caesar was at the room yeah but then um if you followed me so much like from the time i started jumping on radio blogging and so on you know that uh, at some point i used to host the uprising with teaser you know so teaser used to be my co-host and teaser was pretty amazing you know so i can't vividly remember what type of day it was but this particular day teaser was still on campus quite late so I got to my room. I left my phone to charge. Um, by then I had a Samsung J3. You know, I really loved that phone because I used some of my school fees to buy that phone that I had to pay back later on, you know. And it kind of gave me the genesis of me starting to blog. I kind of have the receipt for it somewhere in my stuff because it reminds me of how far I have come and some of the sacrifices that I had to make to be the blogger that I am today or even to be the podcaster that I am today like there's 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 been so many sacrifices that some people will never even get to understand some people will never get to appreciate it you know because maybe they just think oh he's having it oh figure it out from the get go hell no i've been through so much that some of this stuff i couldn't even talk about it here because i'm just not cleared to talk about it you know like there's 
content that's that bad there's stuff that's that bad right here anyway so you imagine I moved from uh, from the room because I left my phone charging. I escorted um, Dennis and Tendi to the bus stop. Then later on, I came back. And that was like, I think, almost 20 minutes later. I came back to the room and Tisa tells me, hey, your phone has been ringing off the hook. You know, it's been ringing every second. And I'm like, oh, okay, let me take a look. So... I look at my phone and then I realize that my nephew was trying to call me. My nephew was reaching me and um, I found missed calls. And I don't know how in his head he felt it was okay to leave me a text message which was telling me that he was trying to get a hold of me and let me know that mom had passed and that time I just got to the room and I was super excited because I had a great day I just had a photo shoot and this photo shoot worked out perfectly you know and I got to the room and then I saw what was on my phone I got confused you know I was <laughs> I've never been that confused in my whole life I I sat on the floor I was so confused I don't know what I did I don't know if I cried right there and then if I said something but I was just confused my roommate came and asked me bro what's going on I just sat down I was so I didn't know what to do by then I was in, I was I was I was in school with my kid sister and I couldn't give her a call to tell her on phone you know because I knew that this was a lot like I I wasn't going to pick up my phone and then just tell her hey yo like have you heard about mom you know so I moved from my room I I went to see her <sighs> That was the first time I had to be an elder brother. Now, you can imagine this was more than just me being there for her when she's hungry, you know, or me being there for her when she's having boy problems or anything like that. This was heavier. This was me telling my younger sister that we've lost our mom. Me telling my younger sister that mom is no more you know so I walked from my room I went all the way to her room before I even got there I don't know how but Shops was with me I don't know if he came to see me by coincidence then he heard or whatever it is that happened you know when I got there I looked at her I looked into her eyes. She was really in a bad place. I could I could feel her pain. I could I could see that she was really 
hurting so bad. This is... <laughs> you see, our parents gave us names that are quite interesting. Me and my younger sister. I come from a family of eight, by the way. I'm the seventh one. My younger sister is the last one. And by coincidence, I was born on the 7th of July. She was born on the 8th of August. Pretty interesting. And I was given dad's name. So I'm a junior. My younger sister was given mom's name. So technically speaking, she's a junior too. But for, for, for females, it kind of just doesn't work like that. So I went... I gave her a hug and I told her people are coming through to come and pick us up so we can go. So she packed up a bag and we went to my room, you know. A few moments later, my ex came and by then <laughs> my family didn't even know that we had gone separate ways you know we had split up before mom passed and before that there was even some other complications that we had that might probably make it in one of these episodes like it's 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 a whole conversation to have so we got together because she had a great relationship with my mom. There was no way I was going to deny her that opportunity to be able to just go with us or go for the funeral with me. I got there. I <laughs> Man. My brother-in-law came through who I picked up and went home you know we went home i try to keep it easy you know because the first instinct that i have personally when i'm having a hard time i don't i won't get in this bad place just so fast first i won't believe it so it'll be funny for me because like oh this is a joke right so i took it lightly like i mean i was cracking jokes um I even called a friend of mine, Terrence. By then, I didn't have a camera, so I called Terrence to help me with his camera. And we traveled, you know, the following day we traveled. We went to Kapiri. I reached home. Um, it was all chilled, you know. It was all chilled. We were talking to people. You know, my elder brothers, one of them was really in a messed up place. And I, I, I really understand why he was in that type of a place. You know, but this is like deeper than what I'm supposed to share as what is raw, you know, so I can't get into that. But I perfectly understood why he was going through what he was going through. And I could only imagine what my other elder brother went through to be the one that went to go and try to wake up mom and she couldn't wake up. You see... I would want to convince myself that there's death that is different from other deaths, but 
there's nothing that is better man like whether someone was sick and you started preparing yourself or someone just went to sleep and they couldn't wake up death is as painful as death there is no better death there's no better way that you can get to think about like sometimes i would sit down and i'll be thinking but why maybe if you know she was sick then my mind would have prepared for the worst but again i wouldn't have wanted her to suffer and all those so my mind was just all over the place and because all this kind of happened within the shortest time frame by the way i lost my mom what two weeks to writing third year exams in uni yeah it was like that we had exams coming up soon so i didn't even have time to really get to mourn her you know so we went for the funeral and <laughs> man, i really can't believe i'm even talking about this you imagine then my ex was born on the 4th so during her birthday we were at a funeral we were burying my mom on the following day she didn't even get to celebrate her birthday and i understand it was a lot for her to go through too So every year that passes on this particular day for me it's it's a heavy day it's not I don't think there'll ever be a time that this day is going to be easy for me I would want that but It's really a lot to take in to lose a mother and even <laughs> you know in the past two months I've really dealt with a lot and even this whole time that i've been dealing with all this so much i've been telling myself and thinking maybe you know maybe in one way or another it would like things will change and all this pain will go away maybe people are different maybe this is not how people behave this is not and it's just been piling up it's really been a lot and i've been in a place where I would really use a mother's hug. You know? Like just a hug from her would really be different. It would make a lot of sense. It would really make a lot of sense. There's just <laughs> There's just something different about a mother's hug, you know? When I started my music career no one cared and she did. 
even when we would talk about foolish things we'd be talking about girls with bombs and all that stuff she still listened to my crap she still listened to every song i did and to me that meant the world you know she didn't need to have a reason to support me but she still did She understood me way beyond anybody possibly could. I don't think I would have ever gathered this confidence that I have to even talk about things that are so uncomfortable, that are, that are so personal in life, if it wasn't for her. I remember even when I used to recite poetry in church. My mom would help me write. She would make sure that I memorized everything I needed to and I know exactly what I need to do. And I just wish she could see where I am right now, man. That would make a big difference for me. It really would. You know... Make sure that you celebrate your mom when they're still alive, you know. Make sure you do that. Like, <laughs> mothers are special beings. A loss of one shouldn't be the only reason that you get to understand how special they are. I just hope that you have a different type of story. I celebrated my mother when she was alive. But that didn't make it easy for me to deal with the loss, you know. But I don't think it would have been the same if I never did celebrate her. I don't. I just... <sighs> I think it's time for me to go. If you took your time to listen to this, really remember me in your prayers, you know, and my family too, especially my dad. I know he's dealing with a lot. Losing a wife is not easy. It's really not easy.